It is 5.40 a.m. East Coast time. So, 2.40 a.m. Seattle time. This is David, David Donkey. And I am up, and I am uh, energized. Got adrenaline going. It's day, like, 0.5 of our learning tour to Virginia. And uh, I just want to offer some thoughts um, as we begin this process. And I want to want to just kind of set the table for us as an organization as we think about traveling and democracy and community. And uh, these aren't these aren't really my thoughts. These are a constellation of, of the organization and um, of colleagues. Uh, so thanks for joining me. I don't want to go too long here, but I do want to kick this journey off in a way that, that uh, helps us all to understand what we're doing and why we're doing it. Um, so... Um, A.J. Musewe and I um, traveled yesterday from Seattle, flew out here um, to Washington, D.C. That's where we are in Washington, D.C. We're in a suburb of it right now at a hotel. And uh, we traveled with Bob Zellner and Pamela Smith Zellner um, from Seattle, who are going to be part of this learning tour to Virginia. We do learning tours to go to places where there is importance historically and contemporarily, and we learn from people who have been there, are there, um, or know an awful lot about what has happened there. Um, and we we will be going to many different sites on this learning tour. To, uh, to not, today, this evening, when people fly in from Seattle or train in from around the country, uh, the people who are going on this trip, uh, we will start at a place called Ben's Chili Bowl, which has a, which was a meeting house for leaders of the uh, of the March on Washington and just generally civil rights leaders and more generally African American leadership. Um, and we're going to go there. AJ has arranged for us to have dinner there, um, and that's part of what we do is we go to places and just stand in the footprints of those who have come before us and who we're inspired by. Um, and then carry it forward. Over the next couple of days, we will go to Harper's Ferry. Um, we will go to Richmond for several days. We will spend time in Danville, Virginia, a place of civil rights significance. Um, <clears throat> we will spend time in Farmville, a place of, of historical, but also very much contemporary voter suppression significance. We will go to Greensboro, North Carolina, where there were monumentally life earth-shaking uh sit-ins in 1960 we will see the incredible political and cultural evolutions that are occurring in richmond around race and and voting we will meet with a state senator who's a, a leader of the democratic party here in virginia and has been a chair or i think a co-chair of the martin luther king jr commission 
which has been focused on racial justice and is unveiling, or did it yesterday, I believe, unveiled a brand new monument on, to freedom and strength and emancipation. Uh, we will meet with her. We will walk Monument Avenue and see what was what was the most infamous or famous uh, stretch of Confederacy monuments in this country that have now been taken down. Uh, most recently, Robert E. Lee uh, monument that was just a week ago removed. We will meet with activists and educators um, who are doing work today. We will meet with a member of the military who will give perspective on kind of how you live out democracy in a, in a, uh, in a way, uh, authentic integrity way in the military. We will meet with, uh, we will go to DC, Washington DC and meet with um, some legislative aides who are doing work for good of America and who were there on January 6th on Insurrection Day. We will go to Charlottesville, the University of Virginia, and also spend time in the downtown where the, the uh, has been a point, a flashpoint of, of uh, conflict and confrontation over racial and voting justice in this country for a long time. These are all things we'll be doing in the next seven days. And we're doing these in the midst of COVID because we believe it's imperative for us to continue to learn and grow because it is in learning and growing that we are catalyzed and that we understand our responsibilities to do work on behalf of democracy. We have a commitment at Common Power to do as much as we can for a just and inclusive democracy as we reasonably can do safely in COVID. So we're not taking this trip without careful consideration of, of COVID protocols that we've put into place, masking, hand wiping, um, uh, wiping down the bus we're going to use. We're going to have a HEPA filter to use on the bus. We have individual filters for people to, to have. We will uh, stay certain distance. We will meet outside as much as possible. We will take all pr pr protocols that we can. We cannot eliminate all risk. We can't. But we can certainly minimize it. And we have many steps towards that. We have uh, home COVID tests with us if we need to take them, if anybody has any symptoms. We have forehead thermometers. Um, we have thought through this, and we will figure out more things as we go. We have done that because we think it's imperative that we as an organization continue to do our work as if we, if we can do so with reasonable safety, we imperative to do it. This is a learning tour so that we're catalyzed, empowered, activated to do work for eventually um, on behalf of, of uh, democracy, um, and the, whatever candidates we choose, people choose to work for in the state. We will meet with our partner organization, New Virginia Majority, which has been just a leader in, in a more just and inclusive democracy in this state. You cannot satisfactorily infuse these experiences and this knowledge 
from just reading or listening or watching. You can get some distance there, but eventually you gotta go. You have to go there and be there. And so we are, we're gonna be here. We are here. AJ and I are here, the Zellners are here. More people will arrive today. That includes Julia G, our donor engagement coordinator, who will be uh, traveling from Seattle today with a group of uh, volunteers and participants for this trip. Ultimately, we can't stop. We must do our work. We must find ways to do work for democracy. Otherwise, it will wither and fade. And in fact, we're in that moment now of whether or not it will remain in this country or it will discard. The history, the, the, the history of the world shows us that democracies don't last. They do not last. The internal pressures and challenges um, and the human, the nature of humanity, all push against it. I don't have this quote, and I don't, ha uh, I don't have it right, and I don't have. I think it is Reinhold Niebuhr, who said something like, "Human history teaches us that." Democracy is impossible or incredibly difficult to achieve. And history also teaches us that we are capable of it. I'm like 60% confident that I got most of that right. But you can look it up, I'm sure. As soon as I get off this podcast, I'll look it up. Because it's it's a well-known quote that Reverend Raphael Warnock of Georgia, U.S. Senator, who um, our organization's volunteers helped to elect, um, he, will, he quotes Niebuhr um, with that quote. That is the reality. It is almost impossible, and yet we are capable of it. And we need to, to give what we can, to do what we can. We will do all we can. On this podcast, we want to share moments along the way of this learning tour. Uh, some of this will be things we see, things we learn, places where we, uh, we kind of breathe the oxygen. Some of it will be just the experience of traveling during COVID. Um, we want to be uh, open about what those what that feels like. I want to say a little bit about that now. Um, so four of us, AJ, Bob, and Pamela, and I traveled from Seattle yesterday. And, you know, you get to the airport, you go through security. Um, you are quite aware all the way through of the issues of, of COVID and safety, masks, hands, uh, hand sanitizer. Um, you're touching things, you're talking to people, you're presenting your identification, all of that. 
and there is, uh, for me at least, some um, some nervousness in doing that. I'm not sailing through without any any kind of uh, low level anxiety. I do have that, um, but I also am compelled by this work, this experience, getting on the plane traveling here five hours on an airplane, um, fortunate to have a nonstop flight. It'd be even more challenging with stops. Um, people eating, uh, you're sitting next to them. Uh, people are, you know, I would always, when I would go to the bathroom on airplanes, use the restroom, um, I would, for stability purposes, would have always run my hand along the uh, the the storage bins, the up above storage bins, just to kind of keep myself uh, centered as I walk down the aisle. But you know, yesterday I started to do that. And I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do that because of the sense of kind of 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 uh, cleanliness. Uh, even you know, you can go in. I can wash my hands dozens of times, and I have in the last couple of weeks. Um, over and over and over and over again because my wife has had COVID and she quarantined to, for the protection of myself and my, our son. And, um, and my hands are, are chapped and raw, but these are, these are minor things. Like these are incredibly privileged concerns. Um, but it doesn't deny that the anxiety and the kind of fastidiousness is there. Um, coming off the plane, you know, going to baggage claim, getting our stuff, getting a cart, uh, getting into a car to come to the airport. Um, just you're mindful at every step of the way of, of traveling during COVID. Eating last night in a restaurant that there, there was plenty of room around. Uh, we had, you know, nobody was near us, the four of us. Um, and so you feel safe, or at least I did and we did, but you also are mindful of interactions at every step of the way. Masks on when you're not eating. Back to your room, clean up. All of this is genuine. All of this is part of this journey. We want to just share kind of how we feel through that so that others can can make your own choices about whether this is something for you to engage in for our our learning tours, for our voter field work, for our voter registration. Um, people will make their own choices, and we wholeheartedly respect that. Um, and this podcast is a place for us to share some of that COVID traveling while under COVID journey. The last thing I want to talk about on this podcast this morning is the uh, the leadership of us, of us. At our uh, lunch and launch event on Monday, Dr. Terry Scott of Hood College talked about the power of we. And in a, about three or four hours, AJ and I are going to be at Hood College with Dr. Scott. Um, 
and we are going to meet with some students, with her first of all, and then with some students and some faculty um, and some leaders on the campus to talk about the work of Common Power, particularly Common Power Future and our Action Academy, where there have been a number of Hood students who are part of it, and Terry Scott has been a great mentor and educator as part of it. We're going to meet with them. We're going to see the campus. We're going to we're going to support and uh, and um, gain the wisdom of Dr. Terry Scott in her environment at Hood College. And when she talked about we at our lunch and launch, and here I think about us. It's us and we together. Uh, I see those as similar words capturing the same idea. I think about the leadership of us. And the leadership of us is when people step forward and they do things um, and they do them for the collective we or the collective us. Um, they do them for the, for the good of all um, and they seek to do them in ways that amplify, uplift, um, grow, strengthen, empower all of us. I am very mindful of that in this organization with Common Power. And um, after 20 plus years as an educator at the University of Washington, and before that at the University of Minnesota, it's, it's great to know things. It's um, ego-fulfilling to, to have the chance to, to, to make decisions. And all of that for a just and inclusive democracy has to be done with the, the mantle of us, the leadership of us. So AJ and I on this trip are going to be engaged in the leadership of us. We are partnered in this work to lead this learning tour. Um, she uh, is earlier in her development on this work than I am. I'm just 20 years older. That's a, that is a chronological reality or what is it called? Like a mortality reality or what is the word that they use? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, anyways, it's a truth. It's true. And, um, and also I've led a lot of groups uh, and we will do this collect as a partnership for the good of our group, for the good of the organization, for the good of our democracy. Um, that's our goals. The leadership of us means that we think about the collective and everyone. And we also step forward to guide, to bring along, because that is a skill set and, a, and a, an opportunity that we have, that we will honor. This podcast is, is done in that spirit, not just this episode, but the entire With CP podcast. Julia G is uh, our running host right now, and Julia and I are uh, both kind of sharing moments of leadership on the podcast. You'll hear 
increasingly from her. And we'll be here regularly and we'll bring in voices from this experience together. Um, but I know that, um, that at this point in my life, there are things that, because of things that I've, I know or learned or seen or, or observed, um, have taken in that, that I can, I can offer, um, uh, a partnership and an engagement with colleagues that, um, is really the, it's all, it's all I want to do. And it's, it's what we need to do together. Further together is the kind of uh, driving motto of common power. We genuinely believe that. It's from a proverb, um, African proverb of, you can go faster if you go alone, but you can go further if you go together. And we believe in further together. And AJ and I and Julia on this, this trip are committed to the leadership of us. Charles and Larcy and our entire organization are committed to the leadership of us. It's time for us collectively to travel again to learn, to see, to be empowered and catalyzed. We do it with our eyes wide open, knowing that we do not know all that's going to unfold on health matters. And we will be honest and open about this with common power. It's further together time. It's time to travel. I was here getting waking up knowing I should get any more, be getting more sleep because it's not time to get up really and people aren't up. And I just, you know, I'm still on Pacific time, but I'm ready to go. We're ready to go. Further together, folks. We're going to be hearing from us a lot in this podcast over the next many days as we travel. About 20 of us together through Virginia, our nation's capital in DC, a little bit of time in North Carolina. In search of building common power. All right, let's go.